Welcome to the Bromley Adult Education College Digital Drop-In Podcast, getting you back to work with confidence. Hello, I'm Jill Collier and welcome to Bromley Adult Education Digital Drop-In Podcast. Today I'm joined by Peggy Cheng um, and Peggy has a very interesting story. She moved to this country some years ago and we're going to find out exactly when and exactly why and um, she's run some very successful restaurants over the years. So I want to find out more about what life is like working and owning a restaurant. So hello, Peggy. Hello, thank you for having me. You're very welcome. So Peggy, where are you from originally? Uh, From Hong Kong. From Hong Kong. And your family is in Hong Kong still? Yes, my parents. Yes. So what, uh, what sort of age and what impetus made you want to have such a culture shock, I would think. Uh, actually not. And I was born in Hong Kong. My education background, even the system, are very much British. Right. When they came in this country, amazing. The emergency number is 999, exactly like Hong Kong. Not like America then, 911. No, <laughs> all the bus, all the emergency service, all the uniform. Even crossing the road is no problem for me. Ah, that's so uh, interesting. They won. <laughs> ah, but I guess um, things like food must have been very different to you, or not? Not. No, right? Not. Okay. Is that because you were eating quite a lot of Western food in Hong Kong, or because it, all foods are so readily available? I think it's more mixed. Um, put it that way. You may wonder why my name called Peggy. Yes. Actually, I've been named by my English teacher. Ah. When I was 12 years old, I remember there were 45 students in that one class. Wow. My English teacher, also my class teacher, he teach English. Right. I mean, she teach English. And then she asked, how many people has English name? Yes. I remember only three out of 45 has. Ah. I'm the one, don't have it. So friends, she, when past one by one, she say, you call Peggy. From there on, from my school record, is Peggy Chen. Oh, isn't that interesting? So, did you enjoy learning English at school? Um, I don't think so. <laughs> no, definitely not. No. I think it was the environment. Right. I mean, I went to English secondary school, right? They're teaching using English, but unfortunately, in the classroom, they communicate mainly Chinese. Cantonese. So for me to improve my English, especially speaking and talking, I have to come in this country. So that was what you thought. Yes. Uh, it's time to come. To, and what sort of age were you, Peggy? Uh, I came in just 21. <laughs> you were just 21. So you'd left school and had a job by then yeah, in I worked, Hong Kong? Yeah, I worked in the bank you for a couple the of years. Right. Saved the money right. and came to this country. And was there a yearning to come to the UK or was it Europe per se or maybe even Australia or America somewhere that was English speaking what was on your I mean, mind? I mainly in 
England. I think it's the link between Hong Kong and British country. Right. Know? Okay. For me to come in this country to become a student is not difficult. Right. Because I'm allowed to come in this country for six months anyway, but not for working, not for student. But when I come into this country, I just need to enroll myself right. to kind of English college. From there on, I become English student. I mean, international student. Right. It's a very straightforward case. Okay. So, at twenty one, was your thought that you would come for six months, or was your thought, if I like it, I'll stay longer? I never thought I don't like it. Actually, I like. I settled down very beginning. Right. I feel very home. Really. I really feel it. I I never thought that I would go back. <laughs> oh right! So you you got a good vibe from when you, yeah, you first yeah. came. I first came actually eighty nine. Right. For a holiday first. Right. So and then I went back, save up the money, and then come back again. Okay, now I understand. But it's still a, uh, to me, it's still a very brave thing to take a flight to another country where. The language isn't your mother tongue. I mean, you speak it very well, but it's very, very different language to, to you know, something you would be speaking in the home. I would assume with your parents, you wouldn't have spoken English in oh, the they home. Don't. No, they don't. no, exactly. So it's a huge leap of faith, isn't they it? Don't. So you're now in the UK. What led you on to going into restaurants? What what happened? Uh, put it in that way, I don't mean to. You didn't <laughs> but mean you, to. You, you didn't mean to, but it happened. It just evolved. It just happened in that way, not by choice, but the reality. Right. Yeah. And is this because you've now met your husband to be, or is it just that? I um, mean, in that time, I'm married to my husband. Right. And he has a choice to take over the family business, or become unemployed. Right. My children at that time, I think my younger son was less than one year old, so we made a choice. We take over the first business, and this is because her, his father was maybe retiring. It, or uh, it's not. It's a lot of complicated family. Reasons. Oh, okay. Yes, yeah. but so that but it became an opportunity yeah, for you to it, take the yes, business over, and this was one restaurant or a chain. What was it? One. Uh, we we do one save the first part of money. Right, and then. We find another opportunity, right. so we have another one. We work for probably around seven years, maybe seven years, just a little bit less, and then we move to the last business. <laughs> right. So, what, what? Well, what? What food are they serving to begin with? Well, to begin with, is mainly a Chinese food. Chinese and food. And uh, fish and chips. Oh right! Yeah, <laughs> Chinese food. I'm quite expert of it in a way. <laughs> So these are restaurants that people eat in, or no, restaurants to take two, away. The first two are take away. Take away. The last right. one cafe it was actually sitting down. Right. Yeah. That, that that's what made me ask that because I remember when the first Chinese takeaway opened near where I lived mm -hmm. as a child. Even I remember thinking it was strange that it was all this Chinese food, and then there'll be a section that was like omelette and chips and <laughs> things like that. I think so they have to. Should everybody taste? Yes, absolutely. Because yeah. if three quarters of the family want Chinese food, there was always then the option for somebody that didn't chips for to all have all yes, everybody. chips for every <laughs> occasion. Yes. Oh, okay. So I didn't know that. So the first two were takeaways. Yeah. And so running a takeaway business is different, I would assume, to running a restaurant. Oh, completely with, different. With crockery and timings yeah. and. Yeah. 
yeah, Stephen Ball game between that one. So which did you prefer in the first instance? Uh, I prefer actually take away. Take away. It's easier. Right. Less messy. Yes, I can imagine. Yes. And is there a similar profit as to whether it's takeaway um, or is it different profit, different layout, different management? Right. Is everything different? You just learn. Yes. Every business, I learn something new. I'm sure. Yeah. So if we think about the takeaway businesses, then because they were your first two businesses, mm. what did you enjoy about them, for example? I actually really enjoyed the human touch. Yeah. I always like to meeting talk to people. people. I really yes. like it. I like the adult environment talk to people and did you have quite a lot of regulars that would come once a week once a month or something yeah I, I know some people over 20 years oh even I named my son after my customer oh that's <laughs> the so story sweet. had to come is before I have my second boy my second child and one of the customer was my regular he has two children one called James one called Matthew I'm talking to him I say if I have the second one, if a boy, I would call him James Matthew. <laughs> ah, how lovely. Yeah. So, were you living above, behind the takeaway shop or did you travel to it on a daily basis? Both. Both. I'm only thinking if you had young children, it's kind of easy if they're asleep upstairs or something to be able to work, um, but yeah. not necessarily. Not necessarily. No. So, with a takeaway, did all the supplies, food supplies, did it all, or not only food, all supplies, the containers, did you just order it and it comes to your Some door? Depend on what it is. Something is delivery. Right. You cannot actually go to buy it. Always have small items. You have to go to the supermarket to buy. Yes. It's 24 yes. 7, one yes. in the business. Doesn't matter what type of business, it's 24 7. That's what I was going to move on to. So the two things one is being a business owner. Mm. You. I guess the pluses and the minuses, um, what, what would you say the plus of being a business owner is? Plus, if the business is good, it, it's very rewarding. Very rewarding. Yeah. Financially, do you mean? or In finance or in the knowledge, the experience. The knowledge, yes, good point. Even the experience, the people don't experience the thing what you normally can. Right. And you will see the thing in a lot of different angles. Mm. That That's interesting. So, and what... I mean, I guess also the, the plus when you've got young children is if you did need, I don't know, to take them to a doctor's appointment or it's half term or holidays, you can kind of be more flexible with... Um, yes and a no. Yes and a no, I know. Yes and a yeah, no. I know. When you're self-employed, you've also yes. got to pay the bills, We you? always have a golden rule, the show must keep going. Yes, the yeah. show must go on, mustn't yeah. it? Absolutely. So... What are the minuses then, or oh, is that it? <laughs> we need time. If I can tell the people, in the second business, we want nearly seven years. I work 90 hours, six days a week for seven years, no holiday. Oh, that is a sacrifice. But the rewarding is, on my third business, I can actually take it easy. Yes. That is a reward. So the third business, which is the restaurant, the takeaway. Oh, the, the, the third, but still the third one no, is a takeaway. The take third one is a restaurant. The yeah. first one yes. and the second are takeaway. Right. But so the second business, the one what I sacrificed, secure my future life. Right. Ah, so that's amazing. So I think what you're yeah. saying is in the second one, you didn't have to work 90 hours. I worked 90 hours. Right. But the reward is I secure my future life. Yes. 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 So. 
um, I mean, it's almost like, say, a footballer. They work really hard for yes, an amount exactly. of years. They make, uh, hopefully, a, a, a good amount of money, but then you can take life a little bit easier. That is a good example. Right. Yeah. So now, with your final business, mm. um, where did you sit with that? The fact that you knew you'd secured your future, mm. Where, where did you feel when you bought your third business? Did you feel you could take more time off? Or it wasn't the main reason. No? The main reason, it was my children was, I think my daughter, you was in year five. Right. In that time, you know, everybody go for 11 plus. You yes. Know, we, most of the parents, they go for the same thing. And my daughter passed 11 plus. Lovely. And my son was two and a half years younger than my daughter. And then we thought about it. If uh, we keep the business, we are really secure in terms of financial time. But we were losing the family. Yes. I don't want to. And one of my customers, actually we know them very well, and he, unfortunately he passed away a few years ago. He always say, Peter and Peggy, Peter is my husband's name. You have the children, it's you to look after your children, to see them growing up, not your grandchildren. Yes. that's. A yeah. Yeah. So we take it for take that one advice very seriously. So in that time, we said, okay, we have to change the nature of business, in which we can manage a school one, or the doctor appointment after school club, everything. Mm. So okay, cafe is a good idea. So we are in the cafe at the so, end. <laughs> right. So it's a cafe. I got my wording slightly wrong because a restaurant would all equally be open all hours. But yeah. a cafe, did that mean it was slightly more within, I don't know, nine it to five type hours? Depends on what the setting you wanted. Let's say you want to like a modern cafe in the high street, like the people have the coffee, have the laptop on for three hours. Mm. That time you're talking about seven days a week. Yes. Don't shut until six o'clock sometime. Right. But you are workman cafe, that is different for a game. You start early morning, but it's shut at 2, 3 o'clock. Right, yeah. okay. So you had early starts with the cafe, but then you finished by mid-afternoon. I finished at 2 o'clock. Lovely. And then did a school one. <laughs> That's amazing. But did your husband keep it open a little no, bit later no, or no, just no, shut no. at 2? So it really was more like a breakfast and brunch type place and then done. Yes. Amazing. And was this still along the Chinese type line or just a, a regular cafe that sold and egg and chips and purely English? Purely English. Oh, isn't that <laughs> funny? Yes. Yeah, so you, you did, you kind of migrated. So you started with the Chinese food and the fish and chips, and but it then it gradually migrated to, to, well, I say very, I don't think the British diet is very British anymore anyway, is it? Because I'm sure like all cultures, we eat a lot of Italian, yes. we, um, you know, so. Think about hash browns should be American. Hash browns <laughs> are American, absolutely. Bagels are American. Yes, Whereas exactly. you, you know, if somebody's having a ciabatta, that's probably Italian. So it was probably just a mix of um, what people wanted to eat. Yes. And how many years did you have that business, Peggy? Oh. Actually, I make it from scratch, from pen and permission, everything. Oh, really? You yeah. said you didn't buy the business. I didn't. I'll actually make it from scratch. Right. Because my aim is look after my children. Yes. So, so in that instance, yeah. you, you saw a property that was empty. Yes. And did it 
Had it ever been a restaurant or cafe? No, actually, it's a long story. It was used to be a shop. They changed it to domestic. Right. And then, because I know the history, I change it from domestic back to the commercial. Right, okay. It's so it's like a house, really? Yeah, from right. commercial, domestic, and then back to commercial. Right, and yeah. so, you, you, so you must have really been on a stiff learning curve oh, to get the, the permission to make it a business mm -hmm. and, and presumably change the front of it back to more of a shop-type environment yeah. and um, get the, the whole kitchen yes. set up. Yeah. And in the time that you have, if we just say this last business, did you notice a difference of um, how kind of IT has moved on really, that rather than sort of pen and paper ordering or phoning up and ordering your food, was a lot of it done online or uh, how? Actually, when you say that point, I see more, more changes in pandemic. Right. Oh, did yeah. you still have the business in pandemic? I did. I shut it. I shut the. You business. shut the business yeah. over the pandemic. I but was then I was too tired. I took a good time to take good rest. Yes. So yeah. the business was running up until the pandemic. Yeah. Then it shut for Whatever how long? They say so. I think you shut it for two times. Yes. Yeah. But then it opened again after the yeah. pandemic. Yeah. Right. Oh, okay. So yes, you. So are you saying? in the time that the pandemic ran, yeah. that's where you saw the biggest change in how yes. things were yes. ordered and yeah. um, uh, or how you ordered your supplies, I, I think I mean. You know, the people change, the taste change. Oh, really? They are lazy, getting more lazy, or convenience, another word. Mm. <laughs> and they even accept the food not in top quality, mm. as long as convenience. Right, okay. Yeah, I really see the change. Did it take you down the line of um, home deliveries, you know, like delivery, delivery, that type of thing, mm, or no, not? No, I didn't. The decision we made is, if we're doing it, because everything you have to calculate labour costs. Yes. In terms of labour costs, we calculate it. I can make the business double, but I have to employ another people. Not and that has it. its whole set of um, yeah. issues. And a lot it? of people don't understand that kind of delivery app. No. They will take up to 30 35% from us. Yes, it's a big chunk. It's isn't a big it? chunk. It's, yes. it's not profitable in a way. No. So yeah. after the pandemic, things resumed and you, you noticed a change in hmm. what people were wanting to eat. Hmm. Um, and then much more recently so you've had a very very successful you've had three businesses you've built them up you've worked so extremely hard peggy um and you've hopefully secured your future your children's futures and you're now looking to take life more easily have you sold the business or you're just looking to sell it i actually locked the business you what the business? I just locked the business, shut it down. You just shut it down. You didn't attempt to sell it as a going uh, concern. That would be. We are considering what we want to do next. Right. Yeah. We just want to take it slowly. Right. Go to one or two holiday, calm down the mind, and then think what we want to do next. Right. So you've just literally closed yeah. the business. Yeah. So Is it planned? Do do you um, still rent the property or everything you've managed to and kind of? I mean, basically, I don't pay rent. Ah, right. So to me, it only cost me one pound fifty per day, but I think it's worth it. Yes, definitely. <laughs> so, are you considering 
You're going to take life, I think you so deserve to take life easier. Are you considering to do something with that property again or it's just on the back burner for the foreseeable future? Back burner. Right, okay. And so this has probably brought us round to why I, I had the privilege of meeting you in that you've joined Bromley Adult Education yes. to do um, a variety of courses because as you say, you're used to dealing with people. I mean, you must, you are used to doing book work, I'm sure, to keep your businesses, but yes. you just felt you needed to up your IT skills a bit, would that be That's right. fair? Right, so with that in mind, and you've been with me about a year, mm -hmm. um, or an academic year, um, what's, what's prompted that? Is it that you're maybe thinking of not having your own business again and maybe doing part-time administrative work? What what do you think might happen uh, moving forward? I don't think I want to own another business. Right. As the cost is getting too much. Right. And I'm thinking I'll go back to work for the people. That's right. what I did before I came to this country. Right. And that's why I go to your your course. I want to pick up my digital digital skill. Yes. And I want to start to working for the office, something like that. From right. there on. Right. Just let everybody climb the ladder again. Yes. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Um, I think. I mean, I've been both sides of it, being a business owner or being employed. And I think from my own point of view, the downside of having a business is it's another child, isn't it? And exactly. you, you love it and you care for it. Yes. You're emotionally attached to it. So therefore it is on your mind 24 seven. Exactly. You never sit down and watch TV and because you think, oh, I should be doing the book work, or I should be researching that recipe, or I should be researching. Exactly. You feel it takes over your life, but if you do it right, the rewards is good. Is good. Um, I think after doing that for so many years, Peggy, you're really entitled to um, let that be somebody else's problem, <laughs> and you go earn, and you earn your X amount an hour a day a week, and you know, that that is a very different then you can as you walk out the office hopefully you can kind of switch off and and you know think about different things um but i think you can't forget the wealth of knowledge that you have i think once you've been a business owner you have a huge amount of um expertise that i think will be very well received <laughs> Wherever you, wherever you end up, I working. think that experience you cannot buy for, by the money. You have to, you have to physically go through that process. I so agree with you. You yeah. money can't buy experience. No. It really can't. And I think that's why the workforce has kind of changed so much over the years. It used to be, you know, they wanted you from sort of eighteen to thirty, and then you were out. And I think. That's, I mean, obviously people live longer now anyway, but, and the retirement age is longer, but I think people have realized to actually employ a slightly more mature person, mm. with that comes so much more expertise in business, in life, 
potentially a calmer person. You're there because you want to be there. You know, you've maybe had a family or you have been part of a family that's grown up. It's a very different mindset, isn't it? I think that is different. I mean, you've got a mature people in the office. They like a mother type. But to look after the younger people, they do. Yes, that is different. It is. It yeah. is, and you get more different angles to inject mm. the, to the whole environment. Absolutely, and I think you need that mix. You need the youngsters. You need the older. You you need you need everything for because a work group is almost like a family. Exactly. It, you become a family. You exactly. become very close to the people you work with. So it needs those different dynamics exactly. of, of male, female, young, old. You know, it needs all those dynamics really to make it work, doesn't it? It is quite true. Yeah. Well, I really appreciate you taking the time to talk to me, Peggy. And it's given me an insight into the work involved of <laughs> takeaways and cafes and it, it's something I have no experience of so it's really good for me to try and understand what what is involved there so thank you very much Peggy and thank you for having me my pleasure okay well we will speak to you soon okay, bye bye for help with all your job searching needs do visit one of our digital drop-in venues on a Monday we are open 12:30 to 3:30 p.m. at our Poverice Centre and on a Tuesday, we are open 10am to 2pm at our Kentwood Centre. In our sessions, we offer free use of computers for job searching, advice on creating a winning CV, plus lots of short training courses to gain skills in the digital world. This podcast has been produced by Bromley Adult Education College. For full details of how we can support your return to work, visit our website www.baec.ac.uk and search for Digital Dropper. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast to receive notifications of new episodes.